EO Fire 1332. Money is like bars of commitment. And the more money someone spends, the more committed they are to a result. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you looking for an all-in-one podcasting solution? Visit podcastwebsites.com and schedule a chat to see why Podcast Websites is for you. Ignite. Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jen Scalia. Jen, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready. Yes. Jen is a visibility strategist for entrepreneurs who want to make an impact. As a single mom, she went from rock bottom to creating a multi-six-figure business. She's known for her no BS style, and she helps entrepreneurs overhaul their biggest fears, empowering them to share their message with the world. Jen, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Awesome. So something that most people don't know is that I'm actually an introvert. So the fact that I help people with visibility is really kind of interesting, right? (laughs) Um, I struggled with visibility in the beginning of my business. Like I had no idea how to put myself out there. I had no idea how to get people to know about me. And I was really shy. Um, And I had to do a lot of work to overcome that. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping other people um, get out there, get their message out there and for them to help other people and have this kind of ripple effect. We're all about the ripple effect here. Jen, it's actually one of my favorite (laughs) words in the world. In fact, when people say like, John, what do you love most about what you do? And I say, you know, I love getting emails from listeners who say, John, like your podcast and the guests that you've had on have really helped change my life. But the better ones are from those listeners who say, and look what I did because of that. And look who I inspired. Here's an email from somebody that I inspired because of what I did. That ripple effect, Fire Nation, is so powerful. It's what I live for. And Jen, we are brother and sister in that for (laughs) sure. So awesome stuff. But let's break it down. How do you generate revenue in your business today? I generate revenue a couple different ways, and it ranges really from a $97 a month membership all the way to a $25,000 mastermind. And I work with people, you know, one-on-one to help them develop their online business. So let me put you to the test here. What is your favorite way that you generate revenue right now? Oh, it's definitely the membership site. Um, It really allows me to work in my zone of genius, which is content creation. So I absolutely love it. So I know a lot of people are interested in maybe creating their own membership sites or joining other people's membership sites, but there's just kind of like a lot of like unknowns because they're so different in so many ways. Like how do you run your membership site? Like what do people get when they join? Oh, they get a lot of stuff actually. (laughs) Um, So what we do is we have like our core pieces of content. So every month they'll get a masterclass from me and it's on a variety of things from mindset to confidence to sales funnels, you know, everything that I've used in my business to grow it the way that I have. And then I also bring on a guest every single month to teach another masterclass. So these will be things like accounting, copywriting, um, money, legal, stuff that I am not good at. Uh, So those are like our two main pieces of content. And then of course we have have our community, um, which people love the community. And we do a challenge every single month within the community that really fires people up and it really gets them taking action on the content that's inside of the membership site. So there's a few things I want to share about this. And first and, for, first and foremost, Fire Nation, like just really understand that, you know, Jen has created what 
her membership members want. And that's so important. Like she launched this membership master site. She had conversations with them and she's continued to give them the value that she knows that they need. And she's also continued to implement the value that they want based on that feedback. So don't think you need to launch this membership master site with all of the answers. Like you can literally get in there and say, hey, I'm going to launch it. It's going to be bare bones. It's going to be a private Facebook group. It's going to be a couple of things we're going to do every single month. And then from those first few members, your founding members, you can grow that membership site. So don't think you need to launch it with all the answers. In fact, sometimes less is more, especially when you start because you don't want overwhelm. You want to build the right stuff. But shifting to you, Jim, in your story as an entrepreneur, you've had your ups, you've had your downs. Take us to the lowest of the low. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. And Jen, tell us that story. So there actually was a lot. And, and, you know, what I really want to talk about is this moment when I didn't speak up for myself. Um, I had been about a year and a half into my business. My okay, business what year is this about? Going into 2015. Okay. So beginning of 2015. Things were just starting to move along. And I was just like, great. Everything's going great. I went and got a brand new website done. I was getting new branding done. And I hired someone on a recommendation from someone else, actually my coach, and she was supposed to be the best and, you know, the best person ever. And I did this entire branding thing for her, spent a ton, a ton of money to have it done. And I hated it. I hated it. It did. It was not me. It did not speak to my audience. It didn't speak to the message that I wanted out there. But the worst part about it, the worst moment was that I never spoke up Mm. and I never said that I didn't like it. Let's kind of dig a little bit deeper on this point, though. Um, what specifically did you not like about it? Um, it just wasn't me. So at the time, I was really speaking with confidence and visibility and the photos and all of the banners and everything that was um, part of the branding was in black and white. <laughs> mm. So it was kind of like, you know, I'm hiding myself message. without colors, yes, right? Exactly. I was teaching people how to stop hiding and I was hiding myself. Oh. So all of the images were black and white. It was this really muted, like ugly green color. And it just didn't speak to me, but I felt bad for the branding person. I didn't want to tell her that I didn't like it. So I didn't speak up. And so I paid all of this money for branding that I hated. And within two months, I had to get it done again. We'd like to really talk about lessons learned during this. And of course, the obvious lesson learned is that you didn't speak up here. So let's dig a little bit deeper here. Like, what do you want to make sure that Fire Nation really gets from, you know, this story that you're telling us? Yeah, I think the bigger lesson here is that I didn't trust myself um, at that time. I was like, well, this woman's supposed to be the best. And she came as a recommendation from someone. So she must know what she's doing. And, you know, that was another part of the reason why I didn't speak up. Um, so I think really the bigger lesson here is like always trust yourself and always go with your gut. And, you know, obviously the bigger one is speak up for yourself. If you don't like something, if something's not working for you, whether it's, you know, branding something physical, whether it's working for a coach or working with a coach and it's not working for you, you have to speak up and take personal responsibility for what's going on. Fire Nation, in our journey as entrepreneurs, we are always going to be surrounded by people that think they know what they're talking about, that think that they know your brands and are really doing what they think is best for you. Now, believe me, in some of those circumstances, they're going to be right, and that's going to work out. And then in some of those circumstances, like what Jen experienced, 
they're not going to work out. I mean, we need to realize it's important to surround ourselves with amazing people. And Jen did by hiring that coach that she trusted. That coach made a recommendation. So she knew and liked her coach. She trusted this branding expert and it didn't work out. And that's going to happen because we do need to surround ourselves by greatness at every opportunity and then stand upon the shoulders of giants as we move forward, but never at the expense of your intuition. Your guts, your intuition is there to guide you. And I'm not saying that it's always going to be right. You're going to get it wrong every now and then, but at least you're going to get it wrong doing what you believe and what feels right. And that's always going to be better than getting it wrong doing it a way you know is not for you. So this is a great story for so many reasons, and I really am glad you broke it down in that way, Jen. And I really just kind of maybe want you again and just to make sure that Fire Nation really gets it. I mean, what would you do differently now if you were in that situation and you had that just presented to you? What does the Jen Scalia today say? Oh, the Jen today definitely speaks up. (laughs) From that moment, you know, I really understood like what I needed and what I wanted. And I have no problem going to somebody and telling them that it's not right or it doesn't feel good or this isn't working for me. So I would definitely speak up. And there's no reason Fire Nation to do it in a disrespectful way. I mean, I'm sure that that branding person wanted it to be a home run. And you just say, listen, you're great at what you do. You come highly recommended. And I'm sure most of the time you hit a home run. But I just need to be honest with you. You, this time you didn't and here's why and and I want to talk about how we can maybe fix this or if it's not fixable you know what we need to do to move in different directions because I need to do what's best for me and for my business so great story Jen great takeaways but let's shift now to another story because you've had a lot of great <laughs> aha moments but take us to one of your greatest aha moments and tell us that story Ooh, this one, this one's juicy. Um, yeah. And this one's pretty recent. Um, this is probably about December, um, beginning of this year. Um, I started working with another coach because I just am addicted to learning and I'm addicted to, you know, really having that support. And um, through working with that coach, um, you know, I was talking about the different revenue streams, how I work one on one with people and, you know, all of the different things that I do. And, you know, he could tell that I was really excited about some things and other things were kind of an afterthought. So he he straight up asked me, like, why are you doing one-on-one coaching? And I pretty much stopped in my tracks and I didn't have an answer. Mm. You know, it wasn't something that fueled me. And he helped me really realize that I was not working in my zone of genius. My zone of genius was creating and writing and training people. And it wasn't necessarily working one-on-one with people, especially because um, of the introvertedness and how much energy it took in order for me to work with people on a one-on-one basis. And also like sales calls, I just really didn't enjoy sales calls. So I was doing all this stuff in my business that didn't feel good and didn't serve, you know, who Jen really was. So following your intuition has really been a theme that we've been talking about throughout this. It's obviously very important. What did that realization lead to? Like now you have this understanding that, hey, maybe I don't want to do one-on-one coaching anymore, which by the way, Fire Nation, is a very similar aha moment that I had. You know, for two years, I did one-on-one podcast mentoring. I definitely enjoyed it, especially at the beginning because I was learning a lot. But then I did feel like I got to a point where I said, hey, there are there are other ways and things and areas that I want to be spending my time than just one-on-one because I am looking for a big impact with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, I really kind of want to hear, like, what did you use to fill in that space? Like, what did you use yeah. that energy for? It was a really scary moment. Um, um, it was a really scary decision to let go of the one-on-one because – 
that was about 80% of my income right. up until then. So it was a huge thing for me. And, you know, I said, you know, I told myself that, you know, I was going to phase it out. It was just going to be a phase out. And by the end of the year, I wasn't going to be doing it anymore. But once I really had this like boom, like in, you know, thing to Jen, like earth to Jen, like, you know, I was getting signs that entire week. And I just said, you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. And I just completely stopped. And what I filled the gaps in with was the membership site. Right. Um, and I was able to really get a lot more members into the site and really just fuel like this creativity that was inside of me. Now, I still have some clients that I'm wrapping up with now, but for the most part, it's going to be more leveraged income, which much like you, I want to make a bigger impact. I, you know, instead of working with 10 people one-on-one, I want to work with thousands. Fire Nation, one thing I really want you to take away from this is that, yes, it was 80% of Jen's income, but it was also taking up 80 plus percent of her time, of her energy, of her bandwidth. So all she had left was a, a, you know, a little percentage to work on other projects. So of course nothing had taken off. And of course, 80% of her revenue was there, you know, was coming from that one-on-one. So this even goes back even a little further in the conversation to confidence. If you really have confidence in yourself as an entrepreneur, as Jen did, and as she grew that confidence, and as I grew my confidence over the years, if you have confidence in yourself and you can say, hey, yes, this is 80% of my income right now, but it's also 80% of my time, energy, and bandwidth. And what if I take that? back. Am I telling myself that I can't create something in that place that's even bigger and better with the lessons that I've learned, with the knowledge I've gained? And of course you can, Fire Nation. Jen did. I did. So think of it this way. It goes back to confidence because all we have is time. And if you're confident in yourself as an entrepreneur, and you should be, take that time back and use it in the ways that are speaking most to your heart, to your gut, to your intuition. Now, Jen, what is your one takeaway you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from that story? Yeah, I think it's really just to know and understand like what your skills are and what your zone of genius is. And even though it might look like you should be doing something, um, like you said, trust that intuition, trust like what really lights you up and what fuels you and go with that because that's never going to lead you in the wrong, down the wrong path. So I've had pa- a past guest on my show. His name was Gay Hendricks. He wrote the book, The Big Leap. <laughs> and he actually talked a lot about zone of genius in there. And he has his own definition of that. I actually have my own definition of zone of genius. But I'm kind of curious, like, what is your definition of zone of genius? For me, it's really that thing that comes naturally to you that's effortless and that's easy and that feels good. And sometimes people think that, you know, being an entrepreneur has to be a struggle. You know, I have to work really hard or this has to be harder than than it is in order for it to be worth it or in order for me to get paid for this. But I really believe it's being in flow and being at ease with what you're doing. Jen, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Ooh, (laughs) Um, this one I'm working on, but it's definitely not stopping and realizing how far I've come. I'm so, you know, tunnel vision on like what I want and what my goals are and how where I want to get to that I sometimes forget to look back and celebrate and see how far I've come. Celebrate the wins, Fire Nation. This is a journey. This isn't a destination. We're not going heads down to a finish line because believe me, if and when you get to that finish line, that's not the end of it. You know, you, you want to keep pushing that finish line back. So you have to enjoy the journey and that's celebrating your wins. Now, what is your biggest strength? 
Definitely focus and productivity. If I put my mind to something, I can bang out so much stuff in such a short amount of time. I even did this when I was working in my corporate job. I would get into work at nine by 10 o'clock. Everything was done. <laughs> so I was really getting all of my work done in like five hours instead of 40. And I can pretty much do that um, when I'm in the flow and when I'm working in my zone of genius in my business as well. Focus is one of my most favorite words, Jen, for a very specific reason. There's a great acronym. Do you know the acronym for it? It's, I'm drawing a blank, but I have heard you talk about it before. Follow <laughs> one course until success, Jen. Yes. Feel free to use that. Give me credit twice, and then it's yours for life, okay? Sounds good. <laughs> what is the one thing that has you most fired up today? Oh, it's definitely the Little Black Business Book, which is my membership site. I'm really working hard to like get you know as many w- women in there um, and showing them that they can really do anything that they want to do and it doesn't have to break the bank and it doesn't have to cost them an arm and a leg to do it. Fire Nation, we're not going to break arms nor legs in the <laughs> lightning round. So make sure you stick around for that because it's going to be awesome. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, are you looking for a new logo design, website banner, or social media background that will add a little more fire to your brands? I've got just the place for you, Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a website that helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. In just four steps, you'll be rocking your new custom graphics. Step one, post a brief that describes the design that you need. Step two, Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Step three, within hours, you'll receive your first design. And over the course of three to 10 days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. And step four, you then get to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer. Or simply enter discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. Creating your business is no easy feat. That's why when I met the founder of TopTal, Brendan, I was blown away by his passion around helping people find top-notch developers and designers. I was even more impressed when I heard how TopTal works. All you have to do is tell TopTal what type of project or idea you're working on, and then they screen developers and designers so intensely that only the top 3% get in, so you get to work with the best. TopTal also offers a two-week no-risk trial period, so if you're not satisfied with the work done during the trial period, TopTal will pay the developer or designer and you'll get your money back. To get started on this amazing two-week no-risk trial, visit toptal.com slash fire or shoot me an email and I'll personally introduce you to an executive at TopTal who can help you get set up. John at eofire.com. Jen, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I'm ready as I'll ever be. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Oh, honestly, I think I just didn't know any better. Um, and, and this, it sounds like an oxymoron because my dad was an entrepreneur, but I was told and ingrained in me, go to school, get a job, get married, have kids. And that's it. That's your life. Like be safe, take the safe route. And I think I just didn't know any better, um, until I got pushed up against the wall and, that was the decision that I made for myself. What's the best advice you have ever received? Good one. Um, This one is um, actually from one of my sales coaches. And she's told me that dollars or money 
is like bars of commitment. And the more money someone spends, the more committed they are to a result. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? You actually kind of mentioned this earlier, and I think it's consistently just upgrading my surroundings, especially the people that I hang out with and the people that I'm surrounded by. I'm always seeking to be around smarter people, people that are more successful than me and, you know, can really help me like get to that next level and lift me higher. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Oh, this is a 3030 app. Um, and I love this one because it's kind of like a task manager and a Pomodoro timer all in one. So I can actually put all of my tasks in there and put a time for each one. And I feel like I'm racing against the clock. So I become actually even more productive than I usually am. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? It would definitely be The Four Agreements. Um, and this is more of a personal book as opposed to a business book. But I really feel that this like helped me identify with like who Jen was and what I was born to do. And my very favorite part in that entire book is about not taking anything personally. And I think this really helps as an entrepreneur to be able to know that, you know, most things aren't because people don't like us. It's really has to do with them and taking us out of that. Well, Jen, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Oh, this is a doozy. Um, <laughs> so I think I would split the money in half because I don't like um, putting all my eggs in one basket. Um, and since I have this knowledge of like online and social media, I would immediately put up a Facebook ad and target my ideal clients um, with a free challenge, which is something that I've been really able to get people um, to experience who I am as a coach and who I am as a teacher through free challenges with the other $250. I would get on a train to New York city and I would see if I can attend as many networking events as I could for entrepreneurs. There are probably, you know, millions of them on a daily basis. And I would really find like two to three people that I knew I could help and just show them what I could do. I know that if I can show someone what I could do, um, that I would be able to get referrals, that they'll be sharing their, you know, about me with their friends and their colleagues, and then I can grow from there. Fire Nation, I want to end on fire with Jen today. So Jen, give us a parting piece of guidance, then share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of guidance is, you know, it's kind of been a theme through this entire interview. <laughs> and it's really just to trust your gut, um, trust your intuition, who you are, and really follow that path. Because if you're just being who you are, and you're in flow, like there is no other way for you except for success. So do that. Don't listen to what everybody else says you should do. Um, because that never works out. And what's the best way that we can connect with you? Oh, definitely. My website, jenscalia.com. Um, I've got tons of awesome stuff on there, but it's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And I'm actually Jen Scalia everywhere because apparently there are not many Jen Scalia's. Um, <laughs> and I was able to secure that handle on every single social media platform. Love it. Lucky <laughs> you for a number of reasons. And Fire Nation, 
You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with JS and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jen, that's Jen with two N's, J-E-N-N, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. And Jen, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. It's time to share your voice and message with the world, and our free podcast course will show you the way. Text podcast course, all one word, to 33444 and ignite.